My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Sean, and I'm a sports geek. This is Geek Pod. Welcome to Geek Pod. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Lana, and I'm a special effects makeup geek. All right, guys. So what's going on? What he means to say? Sorry, <laughs> I know I told I just told him off mic that he, he's he's running the show today. But there is one way we always start it, and that's we look out to the group and say, "What's got you geeked?" I apologize. That's all right. <laughs> I, I have a hard time letting go. I know I said I was going to, but it's difficult. Uh, well, uh, I guess we'll start with Corbs. How's has you geeked this week? Well, it has geeked every week. Every week, exactly. SOA. I was going to guess that. Yeah. I was going to guess I mean, that. As, Paul, as Paul knows, the uh, there's only four episodes left. So the season and series is coming to an end in the next month, which kind of has got me... Looking for a new show, but uh, in the meantime, we're gonna. I'll talk about the show. Uh, lost a major character this week, as Paul knows. Uh, well, we didn't lose him. I know. Well, they, they lost put him. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put him in the ground. Well, not yet because at the end of the episode, Gemma was crying over. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's a different story. But uh, so one of the major characters, I let's say, was uh, killed off this week, and it's uh, Bobby Elvis. He's been. At that point, he was the longest living member of the club. Everybody else who came in after or before him had been killed away. Clay, uh, Piney, um, McGee from Belfast. These guys are all, they were all first nine. Um, they're all, everybody, they're all dead. The only one first nine that's still around is uh, <laughs> Lady the Pimp. Oh, that's right. And he's in jail. But uh, So Bobby Munson was, uh, well, what happened with Bobby was he uh, was he got captured, I guess you would call it, kidnapped or whatever, and... Uh, they gouged out his eye in in the episode uh, two weeks ago with a with a spoon. Just one, just one eye. Was it a spoon? It was a spoon. I didn't catch that. Yeah, they, and, and nice. it, the only reason I know it is I was I, I saw something I read something that if you watch the the iPad, which ironically iPad, because <laughs> 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 well, what it was was they sent it to him in a in a, <laughs> a Tupperware container. And when you opened up again, the first thing you saw was the iPad, and it was on pause. And when they picked it up, it immediately kicked on. And that's what I was about to say. You, if you look close enough, you can see the spoon in the picture. It's nice. just for a brief second, and then that's it. And then obviously you're Bobby screaming and everything. When you pick it up, underneath the iPad is his eye, and which was kind of, it's kind of graphic. I mean, it's the way the show has been going. But so, come to the next next episode, and you know they're they're trying to tell Bobby, oh, if you you know give their give the location of this dead body that we're looking for, we'll let you go. You can still ride, you can still be a part of the club or whatever, but if you don't, we're going to take something else. And after a while, he tells him what he do is he take his clutch hand, and they're going to cut it off. And Bobby, being the true um, warrior for the club, doesn't give up anything. And then the end of the episode, they cut off his four fingers, so he can't, so he basically can't ride anymore because he can't use yeah. the clutch. Now explain to the significance of that because you don't watch Sons. Right? I do not watch Sons of Anarchy. No. 
with the significant with that is if you can't ride, you can't be a member anymore. It's club rules. Club yeah, rules. If, if you're if, not if, able if, to ride if, a motorcycle. Yeah. And that was some of the reason they were they were with Clay in the beginning. He was getting arthritis in his hands. Is if you can't hold the grip, you can't ride. So if you can't physically man your bike, you're no longer a member. Gotcha. They, they kick you out in most instances. You end up dead. 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 It's it's so it's by your own hand or whatever. Um, very few guys live the life completely to the end. Well. They live to the end, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their end. Not a but natural you, end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't come, you don't, you don't die of natural causes. It's just not the way the club works. So they then end up cutting off his hand, or four fingers on his hand, so that you know, and basically he's pretty much done as a member at that point. He can't do anything. He really can't ride, so he can't be a member anymore. Come to the beginning part of this episode this week, and you see Bobby sitting in the holding cell or whatever they've got him up in. He's obviously got his hands all bandaged up, and it's, he's missing his eye, and it's he's just he's a mess. Well, the club finally decides that they're going to pay the price to get him back. So they decide, well, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to make this exchange and, you know, let you go and whatever. Well, they tune him up at the same time. And I got a little bothered for this, but he he provoked his captor. Yeah, that was and awesome. provoked him to the no extent because he, he had his cronies beating him up. And they were trying to break his jaw is what they were trying to do. And Bobby just basically was like, you know what? You're a pussy. You got your, you got your, you your guys doing it. What, you, what was the line? Um, you're afraid your guys will find out you don't know how yeah, to throw a punch. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You you're not going to know how to throw a punch. And the guy just is like, you know what? I respect you. You're a warrior till the end. And then he hauls off and just cold cocks him right in, the, right in the jaw. I would assume that was the part where he broke his jaw or whatever. But So they go to make the change, you know, and they bring the guys out and they decide that the, the club president, which is Jack, Jack Stiller, he's the main character of the show, decides it's just going to be the two guys at opposite ends of this spectrum right now which um the other guy's name is fuck i can't remember august mark august yeah august marks and he's damon popes which is the guy from two years ago yeah because last season jackson marks were on good terms yes okay so two years ago the head guy was damon pope and marks is his um was his subordinate but now he's the guy who leads the, their their club or their faction i guess you would whatever yeah. you call him gang because pope died of yeah. lead poisoning yeah. <laughs> yes he did but uh, so they're 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 standing off, and obviously they search both of them, so they don't realize nobody's got a gun, and they're going to shoot each yeah. other. And uh, so when they decide to make the trade, you know, they pick Bobby up, and Bobby kind of falls into Jax's arms, and he's trying to tell him, "Look, he has a gun. You just don't know it, and it's Bobby's got it in his back because they didn't search Bobby." So and obviously, Marks pulls the gun on Jax, and there's a, there's another kid there that they're trying to keep quiet and. He basically tells him, if you don't keep your mouth shut, this is what's going to happen to you. He hauls off him, puts a bullet in Bobby's head, right in Jack's, Jack's arms, and you're just like... I was like... I mean, I literally, I was like, holy shit. So you weren't expecting that No, I mean, and Paul and I talked about this. I mean, you expected Bobby to die because of what was going on. You expected, you know, maybe they were going to just kill him in prison, kill him wherever they had him or whatever. You didn't expect him to get to that point. And then for him to put a bullet in his head as he was just standing there. Because Bobby was... They were just standing there looking at each other. And he just goes... Well, the the remark Marks made, I thought was the best too, because he, he hauls him up, they had him on the ground, he's all tied up, beat to shit. They had a yeah, a gag in his, his mouth. mouth, so he couldn't talk if he wanted to. And uh, Marks and, and he's struggling with him because he's trying to yell to Jax, he's got a gun, he's got a gun. And uh, Marks just kind of picks him up and like pushes him to Jax and says, "You're almost home." Yeah. Yeah, and then just double up. meaning on that, I like. Yeah. And they don't, yeah, I mean, I was just, and of course, obviously, Jax is, is distraught because, and I found this out by reading a little bit about what was going on and listening to some of the interviews with uh, 
the character, which is Mark Boone Jr. He's the guy who plays it, um, played Bobby. Bobby was the closest thing Jax had to an uncle. I mean, he called okay. Uncle he called Uncle Jerry his uncle because his dad, him and his dad, fought in the war together. But Bobby helped raise Jack, and this is and then for him to go out like that. I mean, it really you could see it really it really fucked Jacks up. I mean, he just sitting there crying, and then Chibs came up, and Chibs was even emotional because these guys have all even when they get the club, Bobby was there, so Bobby's the one that they've always known. So they were all distraught, and I'm just you know I was like, holy crap, what the hell is gonna what the hell's gonna go on in the next four episodes yeah. to end this end the series? Because if you've gone this far already, how much farther is he willing to go? And I have to admit, I mean, Sutter is good at what he does. This is this is the first episode that this is the first series that he's done completely. He wrote a little bit for the Shield. I don't know if anybody knows the Shield. I'm familiar with the Shield. Yeah. With Michael Chiklis, he wrote a little bit about that. He had a starring role, a little side role on that too. But he's very good at what he does, and I, I, I'll, I'll admit, whatever his next step, whatever his next series is, I'm tuning in. Have you heard about? Uh, I guess some, I didn't read too much about this, but I know that uh, the Sutter guy that you're mm-hmm. talking about, the uh, creator, I guess, yeah. of the show, uh, got sick, and somebody else had to come in. For yeah, he did like, some of the really? directing. Yeah, music uh, yeah. Th- th- he was doing. He was and uh, he was doing the episode. He was filming the episode. He was the director of it, and he ended, ended up having appendicitis. Ooh. And they rushed him out, and uh, part of the uh, Paris Barclays, who does a lot of their directing stuff, he stepped in and finished out the episode. He was only gone a couple of days, but yeah, he oh. yeah. So it was, you couldn't really tell that there was a nope. change of the guard there. I, no, I wouldn't have known if you didn't uh, mention it. Yeah, no. I, and it was it was just something like I was like I said, I you know I watched the episode on Tuesday and I go on Wednesday morning to work and I I'll sign on the internet at some point during the day and I'll start looking for the articles and reading about what's going on with the episode and stuff like that and and that was just in there that you know he like you said he had gotten sick and had to step away. And uh, he was only gone maybe two or three days, but gotcha. but the, the other guy stepped in and finished out the episode and, and whatnot. But I mean, the episode I don't, I can only think of maybe one or two episodes that I've actually screamed out loud, "Holy shit!" When he when he shot him, because I mean, you I think you could see it coming, you could see it coming, but just the way he did it, I mean, he was just talking, and all of a sudden he just turned and shot him in the head, and then he was just like, "Not Bobby," because Bobby's like you know he's that cut, big cuddly teddy bear type of guy he's always looking out for the club and all that stuff and now he's gone and stuff like that i mean it and it i mean it shook the club i mean the hardest guy in that club is asking you you're asking me hardest 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 guy guy. the one guy that if you had to have somebody killed no have heavy heavy heavy's heavy's a fucking psychopath he is (laughs) and he is and to see him crying, yeah. I mean, you knew it was it was an emotional time for the club to see the guy that when you needed somebody to be killed, he was just like, "I got it, I'll do that." Well, in the same episode, they illustrated that. Well, yeah, so when, it, with him when and, they had to the, cut up the body. Yeah, when they because what they did was they they had two or three bodies that they had killed. And it was something where one of their other clubs asked for help, and they walked in on this <laughs> <laughs> situation situation. We'll yeah. Leave it at that, and they shot everybody in the room. There was three guys and a and a girl. We'll just leave it at that. You can figure out after if you want. Oh, to. she's good at filling in the blanks. <laughs> I said we've been playing. Yeah, cards they were they were good at filling in the blanks too. <laughs> yeah, they were filling in all the blanks. Yes. Right. So they dug everybody up and they were cutting pieces off. Of, you know, they cut an arm off of this one. They cut a leg off of this one. They sewed it all back together to they give Frankenstein the body to, and and it plays into what happened at the end of the episode. Right. But what Paul is talking about is Tig and Bob and Tig and uh, Happy. Happy are cutting up one of the bodies and Tig looks at him and goes you know Happy I like I like working with you on this stuff he goes because 
I'm the sane one in the room. Because <laughs> they were going with the hacksaw. Yeah, they were there. To cut the body apart. And Tig starts into it. <coughs> Happy grabs me. He's like, no, 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 no. I want to do it. And just jumps into the shallow grave with right. a hacksaw. And starts cutting his spider up. And it's just like, you can just look at him and... And Tig is, you know... Tig is fucked up. Yeah, he's yeah. he's definitely not right. I mean, some of the stuff that he said throughout this episode, you just want to... He had some of the best lines throughout that oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From, from, from day one. Yes. I mean, from episode one. I mean, Tig is the one that... He's basically the comic relief of this. Yes. But... In a the, grimy kind yeah, of way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the character, I don't know if... I mean, his, the character who plays it is Kim Coates. I don't know if you know he was in Resident, Resident Evil don't look at me I don't know what else he's been in yeah he's been in a bunch of stuff he was I don't know the, one, the private one was obviously was filmed during Suns when it first started and he was in the the one where they were uh, in LA I don't know which one that was Afterlife, you know I mix or, up those last couple Extinction Afterlife yeah. they all kind of just yeah, they're, yeah they're kind of got it and he's in one of them he's one of the kind of minor characters that becomes kind of a more than minor character but he ends up being killed at the end but he, that's where you would know him from a lot of people okay. would know him from it would be that but I mean he's just he's got a twisted mind some of the stuff that he's done in the show or they portrayed him to have done in the show right. so like but, his new girlfriend <laughs> yeah Venus <laughs> but yeah um, but yeah for the two of that the two of them that was that was kind of that was kind of cool that was the like the one light moment in the yeah. entire episode like everything is so intense this season that when there is something you can laugh at it's kind of like you just get a chance to decompress. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was it right there. That was kind of the funny moment in the in the the episode. And I, I did find out that the episodes going forward are all going to be an hour and a half. Again? Oh wow. And uh, all of them are going to be an hour and a half from here on out. Yeah, but didn't they do that with the last season too? Like no, the no, last no, half of no, it was all an hour and a half. No, no. A couple of them were like two or three. See, but this was a lot. This is the last five episodes are all an hour and a half, and then doing that. Anarchy afterwards or whatever on top of it, so it's going to be a two-hour and fifteen-minute. Well, yeah, right. So, I don't do. You, do you watch the afterward? Okay, I watch a little bit of this. All thing. I've heard is whoever the host is is actually kind of annoying. No, 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 no. He's not annoying. He's an idiot. Okay, even better. They, they were they were talking about uh, one of the, one of the websites I went to said that they should have a fan come and do it. They would be so much better at it. This guy is just stupid. <laughs> What night of the week is this on? Tuesday, Tuesday nights. nights. Chris Hardwick must be busy. It must be. <laughs> must yeah. be. It's all the rest thing. of those things. Yeah. yeah. And they, they were talking about they were t- they were talking about Chris Hardwick and the, the yeah. Talking Dead and all that stuff. That how good he is at doing that. And this guy is like, if Hardwick is A, this guy is like Z. Triple Z. I mean, he's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. It, it, I mean, he, he tries to make light of stuff, and it's just he's not good. Uh, I, I listened to it for about a minute and yeah. a half, you, and you, just you, his voice is awful. I mean, a minute I and a half talk, is, but a minute and a half is, is too long. Yeah. If you watch it for any longer time. than a minute and a half, I'll slap you later. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I'm just we're going forward. Every Tuesday night, if you call me at ten o'clock, I don't answer the phone. And my family knows it. My friends know it. This is the one show in the past seven years that I've never missed an episode. It's always on at ten o'clock, and at ten o'clock, I'm in front of my TV. I don't care if my kid is sick. If he's sick, he's in bed before that. I mean, he's in bed before that anyways, but he's asleep. I make sure he's asleep, and I don't miss an episode. I've never... I take that back. I missed the first five episodes, because I forgot that the, sh- the series was on. But I caught up um, the following summer, but since then, I've missed the first five episodes. So from the sixth episode of season one through now, I've never not been in front of my TV at 10 o'clock on Tuesday night. So, that is my drug. Yeah. 
and unfortunately, I'm it's, gonna coming need, to uh, yeah, it's coming to an end, so I'm going to need yeah. to fix them someplace else. And that's where we start getting them into the comic book stuff, right there. Right. Well, I, I've been trying. I, I've but been yeah, but, suggestions but already. You, I mean, they do have a, a son's comic book. I mean, I know they yeah. have one ep- one one book. I don't know what you're It's about. still going on. Right. It went from being a limited series to an ongoing, but I kind of that got lost in the shuffle. Right. You know, I never like those tie-ins when the shows are still going on. Uh, just because they can't do anything major because it, it can't negate what's going on the TV. Like, if you look at things like... Uh, they have the Buffy and the Angel comics, you know, that are continuing the series past the end of the series with the creator's blessing. Those are cool because they can mess with the characters. You can but, finish the story. Like they're doing yeah. with the Smallville ones. Yeah, yeah. You can take it somewhere else, but with the TV tie-ins, like, I mean, I see when I run the comic list every week, I see they have, like, Vampire Diaries and all this other stuff based on the Fla- Flash, Flash and Arrow has one comics. Yeah. yeah uh, based on the TV series. And it's like, why? You can't do anything groundbreaking because you have to reset everything by the end of the book so that nothing changes on TV. Right. Which is the problem that they're falling into with the Suns, I believe, too. Because I think that was in between... It takes place between seasons 5 and 6, I think. Like, all that happens in that gap. Okay. That's not, all I can tell you. Yeah. I know it had something to do with a girl that knew... Oh, I know what it is. Uh, it all had to do with um, Kozik's daughter. Kozik's daughter. Yes. Kozik, okay. That's she was involved in some shit. Now, I don't know. Now didn't didn't I also hear that there was a there's supposed to be a book or something like that that was out? I don't know if anybody knows about it. I heard about there's a book out there that happens from between season three when they were in Ireland and when they get back before Opie passes away, before Opie is, is murdered in prison. It's about uh, Jax's half sister coming over <laughs> different that's another story. That's another story too. But uh, coming over to America and, and apparently either getting kidnapped or something happens to her in Las Vegas and uh, Jax, uh, Opie, and Chibs all go to Vegas looking for her. That and, sounds kind of cool. That's yeah, what I'd check out. Yeah, that same, I was thinking the same thing. Research. I'm, yeah. So, and then, of course, you know, the, the whole episode with, with Chibs and, and Jerry. Oh, yeah. With Quinn, God bless him. With, with, with Quinn just, you know, hanging out watching. Hanging out watching. So what happened was, uh, the character Chibs and and the sheriff of the the new sheriff of the town basically ended up just ha- having sex right there in the hood of the car, in a parking garage. In a parking garage with at her prompting the, yeah, the sheriff you, says do it. Do basically, it now. basically said if if you're not lying to me, take me right now, on the hood of the car, and she goes to walk away and he just grabs her arm and just rips her clothes off and throws her on top of the car. And I was you're like all right. <laughs> and they pan over and his the guy that because they don't with everything that's going on they don't ride alone anymore you've always got to be riding you ride two together so if anything happens there's somebody there with you and the guy he's riding with is just sitting there just watching nonchalant just like he's still watching them have a discussion he's right. just <laughs> so yeah so and that's that's Quinn yeah so yeah I don't know this the next four episodes are going to be uh, fantastic I think but it's going to be over before you know it yeah um, and you're going to call me like a weepy little bitch <laughs> I thought you liked that anyways. Well, typically right now it's through email, but yeah. Well, yeah, I have a feeling old you. <laughs> Wednesday morning I'm going to get... No, 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 no. Can't be Wednesday well, morning because it has to be Thursday morning because you don't watch it till Wednesday night. Right, but herein lies the problem. I can't see you after the final episode holding off a day to try and get a hold of me. Oh, no, no. Because you're going to be home from work under your blankets crying still. Probably. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Don't hold it against you by any stretch. No, that's fine. So that's, I mean, that's that's my, what's got me geeked is the 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 coming end of Sons of Anarchy. 
You have my condolences. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Paul, what's got you geek this week? Uh, I'm going to stay in the TV theme, and just to make you squirm a little bit, what's got me geeked is the TV series The Flash, which let's touch back on something from the website. Ah, I've been waiting for <laughs> <laughs> Now, Great. I... Uh, you know what, and, and if you listen to the podcast and you're not reading the articles going up on the website, shame on you. Seriously. We, and when I say we, I mean Dr. Hugh typically has a tendency to do fantastic reviews of weekly episodes. He's putting out way more content than I put out in the last year and a half on the website. You and me combined. Well, yeah. I don't even know if you've been to the website. I know. I know where it is. <laughs> I look at it. With interwebs? Yes. Everything's there now. Yeah, no, I've looked at it. I've actually logged into it. I actually put some pictures up in there, so we can back up off me, motherfucker. Son of a bitch, I need to check the website again then. <laughs> they're probably sitting in the media library there. You gotta post them once they're right. there. Well, I was gonna, I was kind of gonna hold off on them until I started writing about the Suns, but I, I can never write about it because you don't watch it. You can. It doesn't stop him. I told him I'll just avoid the things in the meantime. But anyway, right. back to it. So I actually did write an article. I wrote for the first episode of The Flash, which I was over the moon over the moon thrilled with and I did you see that he just did the Jedi mind trick wave at me yeah I don't <laughs> know why did it no. work no I'm still talking about comic book shows so it no works, it works on the weak minded it's not me sorry. Oh, sorry so always off track this is, always happens this way we never stay linear we're always doing lefts and rights and ups and downs and, but somehow we usually find our way back for most things you're right so I I, I wrote a glowing review and apparently I put a line in there that really kind of set off uh, Dr. Hughes' spidey sense. He, he wasn't yeah. wasn't happy with the fact that I said it's already surpassed Arrow. Now, I want to clarify that. Okay. Um, because I got the impression that when you were writing this, you were on your knees in front of Grant Gustin at the time. So that's I, I was just really surprised. Right. No, it's funny that you go there. You know he used to be on Glee, right? I, I did not know that. Yeah. So, no. I, I'm already familiar with the guy... We're not that tight. I hated him on Glee. <laughs> I was very, very not happy when he was going to be Barry Allen until the show started. So I'm like, all right, cool. I just didn't see him as, see him as Barry Allen. I don't know why. You know, you know what scares me the most? Is you watched Glee. <laughs> Fuck you yeah, very yeah, much. You know, you know there, there's more room if you want to move <laughs> no, on. No, no, no. I'm all right. He's right. It, it's pretty scary that you watch shows like... Arrow and Flash and Walking, Walking Dead, Dead and, Sons and then of there's Anarchy Glee, and then Glee and Once Upon a Time. Yes. But, okay, I can I can deal with that, but it's Glee. Yes. A lot of singing, dancing. And, and you know, if his wife had made him watch it, he would have said that by now. This yeah. must have been all. I uh, no 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 no. She does that. That's her show. But I do not get up and get out of the room when it's on. So I can't totally say it's it's hateful, at all. Not my favorite show. I can definitely give you that, but. It's sometimes funny. That's all I got for a defense. I've got nothing else. (laughs) Back to the flash. Yes. Although, one last thing. I cannot deny that there may be songs from Glee on my iPod. Just saying. Well, now we can't use that against him. He admitted it. Right. So, back to the flash. Yes. And why I think it's already um, surpassed Arrow for me is the fact that he's right from the get-go with powers, with a costume doing the superhero thing. For me, that's way better than just a guy shooting a bow and arrow. So it's not about the quality of the show at all. I should have expressed that in there. It's not a quality. It's just, it's just a preference thing for me. We're getting superheroes and supervillains right out of the gate. You know, I, I will agree with that. 
Uh, and I now have the chance to watch. I'm caught up on Flash. Um, I absolutely love it. Love that. Show. I, I love still. It. It's tough for me because I, I like Arrow a lot, and it's still probably uh, I like Arrow a little bit better. But I'll say Flash uh, certainly feels like a superhero show. It doesn't feel campy. It never feels like I'd be embarrassed for the people I worked with to know I watched this show or right. catch me watching it. It's done really well. And I mentioned in my critique of it, or the response to you, that it certainly took the right steps to be on the path, to be at the point where maybe someday it will surpass Arrow. My whole thing was just like, you know, one pilot episode, regardless of how good it is, in less than three years the Arrow's been on, it's only been getting renewed barely by the skin of its teeth, which isn't the case. It's, it's been right, one of the no, better they're, shows. They're behind 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's a fantastic show. That's just kind of silly. But I understand where you're coming from. Just keep in mind, that comes down to the differences in the characters. Arrow... Mm -hmm. It's not the show's fault. Yeah, yeah, it, it, the, the Arrow can't be what Flash is from no. the get-go. No. Just by the, the nature of the character. And it's also, and I will admit, it was an unfair assessment anyway, because I haven't even started watching season three of Arrow yet. That's another show that I'm completely backed up on. It's looking like it's going to be a great uh, ser uh, season this year. What I like is that they brought in John Barrowman as the Dark Archer and Malcolm Merlin. Uh, seems like he's going to be full-time nice. now, uh, which is good, because he brings a lot to, I think, anything that he's in. Yeah, I like him a lot, and you're not supposed to like him because he's supposed to be the Well, it's kind of tough, bastard, though, because but... he's, you know, he's Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor Who. You, you can't not like the guy. Unless you haven't seen Doctor Who. Who? I've seen <laughs> oh, see, 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 now I'm doing it. That's why it has to end. It's just going to have to be you. Um, so, yeah. I mean, how cool is it? What, we're four episodes into Arrow? Yeah, four. Wait, no, wow. Yeah, four episodes. Into, yeah. actually, the three, Flash. Yeah, three seasons into Arrow. Three seasons into Arrow. Four episodes into The Flash. Yeah. I should just shut my mic off now. <laughs> just let you guys run and go. Um, and we've already gotten how many of the rogues? I mean, we've gotten oh, Weather yeah. Wizard. We've gotten Captain Cold, obviously. Tuesday's episode, well, no, Tuesday we're getting plastique, yeah. but they're already starting Heat Wave. And did he call him Scudder? I don't know who that is. Heat Wave is Sam Scudder, I think. Okay. I then the gas guy, I wasn't sure who he was. That one oh, kind of yeah. had me. Uh, well, see, I've never read Flash as religiously, I, I guess maybe as you have. Uh, that's probably just because, you know, Green uh, Lantern and Flash kind of yeah, that's kind of together. lumped together. Yep. Yeah, um, and that's your thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. I've read some of his stuff. Um, I tried reading Flashpoint, but it just it went off in too many different directions. Yes. I enjoyed that story as well, but that was, yeah. Uh, I saw that one coming from the start, that that was just their whole new springboard to the yeah. the reboot. Oh, I do hold to my uh, assertion in there that we're going to have an episode where Barry's powers falter because he doesn't yeah. believe in himself. Oh, without a doubt, it's going <laughs> to happen. And, and I, I don't know, Gorilla Grodd... I, they did the nod. How are they going to pull it off, though? Yeah, I just don't That's going to be a whole lot of either CGI or some idiot in a costume, and I don't see it going well. But did you see uh, Vinnie Jones? Is that his name? The uh, big British guy. Yes. He's Jones. doing a, a villain spot. For Flash? Yes. Oh, I nice. I think he's going to be Girder. Which, yeah, that's right. Everyone's looking at me blankly because I'm, I'm the only Flash guy. Girder, um, basically is kind of the Flash's version of Bane, big brawny guy, but okay. he's made of rusty metal. I don't know. That's why I'm really not familiar with, so I'm waiting to see what they're going to do. So he's basically going to be another juggernaut. Oh. Is it wrong that I want to hear him yell, I'm the juggernaut, bitch, <laughs> in Flash? I, I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. 
God, it's going to be great. At least it would be in my version, in my head. But then again, I don't get paid to write TV. So, But yes, that's what's got me geeked is the Flash TV series. I'm really digging it. I would like to see them tweak the costume a little bit, though. I don't think they're going to because they've already kind of written it in with their whole pseudoscience on yeah. why he can be the Flash with it. And what's up with Wells? Wells Dr. Is... Harrison Wells, the oh, guy yeah. who's in the wheelchair but not really. Yeah, keeps going and looking at that newspaper from the future and all that stuff. I don't know. I kind of figured you could uh, shed some light on that. I can't because it, it's the character name they're using, at least, that Dr. Harrison Wells isn't from the comics. It's a name they gave to them for the show. And at first, I wanted to say that maybe he's going to be Professor Zoom, like the the man in the lightning that we yeah. saw. But according to the spoilers of the pictures people have taken, there's some other guy who plays him. And he's coming at some point this season. They've already showed that. You know what is really cool, though? We uh, saw half of Firestorm the other week. Yes. Firestorm. I don't know how they're going to do that, but if they, they keep it true to the comics, that could be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And now that's only been a nod so far. Because this kid's supposedly dead, which we all know he is, and he's obviously yeah. gotten powers. Now, did you but, see who they have playing the other half of Firestorm? I did not. Victor Garber is going to be Dr. You can do this. I can, but I may have to come back to it. What the hell is his name? All I, can, all I can think of is Stern, and I know that's not right. Yeah, that's fun, isn't it? <laughs> not as bad as a vending machine behind you. Though. Oh, God. That thing is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll go. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we're we're gonna discuss how Comic Con went for us, Heroes Expo. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not Comic Con. Don't get don't get that confused. Please. No, you get kicked out of the club for that. Yeah. Uh, so I can't come up with the name, but so, the other half of Firestorm is an older gentleman who's a scientist, and Victor Garber's playing him. That is cool. Yes. So, what's so, got you geeked? I was gonna see if Lana had anything that has her geeked. Should I give a little preface here? Please do. All right, there, there's a lot of things that kind of got thrown at us this week. First of all, when Paul said, hey, does somebody else want to bring us in, I didn't realize that I was actually doing all of the hosty type stuff, which is why I was uh, a little confused. The other uh, big thing was uh, this week I brought my daughter. Her name is Lana. Lana, say hello. Hey. Uh, Lana is uh, a special effects makeup artist in training. Uh, she's also into a lot of the stuff we are. She likes some comic books. She's read some stuff. Uh, yeah, Walking Batman Dead. and Superman. Yeah. And uh, thought it would be cool for her to just sit in and, you know, she showed some interest in seeing what we do here. And then Paul had an extra microphone set up. So we're really, if I'm on the spot, she's like on the spot times seven. That's kind of how I roll though. <laughs> yeah. I like doing that. Some good shit might come out of that. That's right. right. Um, yeah, when I said, hey, what's got you geeked, her eyes went big. You couldn't see it. She was like, <laughs> like oh my God, you're going to make me talk in front of people? <laughs> well, it's not talking in front of people. It's the fact that oh, I, well... Aliens. It's the fact that I did not come in prepared to share anything. Oh, that's funny. You assume we prepare. <laughs> well, I'm one of those people who's better reading off of a piece of paper. Oh, true comedy out. doesn't happen like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, what's going on? Anything got you excited? Not that I can think of on the spot. All right, we'll give you some time <laughs> to check it around. <laughs> There is something that has me kind of geeked, and I didn't even know about it until uh, a couple days before the comics came out this week. Uh, newest issue, The X-Files. I mean, everybody likes The X-Files, right? X-Files Used to love it. Show. Yep. Okay. Um, they're doing an official continuation uh, through the comic series. Chris Carter, I, I think he helped write the first story arc, and he's kind of overseeing it all, so they're considering it official. 
Um, they just have Scully and Mulder coming back to the F, or to the FBI to investigate weird stuff. Whatever, you know. It's, I'm not going to get into detail on that. But who shows up in this uh, last week's uh, book, and they confirm is getting his own series, none other than Frank Black from Millennium, X-Files sister show. Frank Black, played by Lance Henriksen. You must okay. know Lance Henriksen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, of the, one of the greatest um, genre actors we've ever had from... The original Alien, he was Bishop, the Android, and the Alien movies. Okay, now you got me. Uh, all yep. the Pumpkinhead, you know, he was he was in most of the Pumpkinhead movies. Uh, he was in Terminator. He yeah. was the police officer in Terminator. Yep, yeah. If you aren't familiar, not familiar with Millennium, I'm uh, not. Okay, I do actually have all three seasons, so nice. throw it out there. Uh, basically, what happened was uh, a couple years after the X Files was going well. Um, they decided to give Chris Carter another show, and he created um, the show called Millennium, and it was on Friday nights. lasted three seasons, and the idea, which changed a little bit over time, but that was at the point where, you know, Silence of the Lambs was popular, and things were getting gritty on TV. So this was uh, the kind of show that would start off with a Nine Inch Nails playing in the background, nice. and a stripper getting murdered, and here comes Frank Black, who used to be uh, a criminal profiler for the FBI until he uh, something bad happened, he had a nervous breakdown. Well, they kind of start bringing him back in, and part of the reason he had issues is, in the beginning of the series, they say he's just good at putting himself in the killer's shoes, and then it kind of turns into, and I guess they didn't intend this, but he actually gets, he has an, almost like a psychic ability to actually, like if he's at a scene, he can actually see it. Interesting. And he can see what happens, and that taking that much evil into yourself certainly has a toll on you, and that's, the show was never afraid to uh, confront the darkness in human beings and just darkness in general. I mean, if you, the X-Files was never happy, happy, joy, joy, but it was compared to what Millennium was. And they really put the guy through the ringer, a, a great character. And in the last season of the X-Files, do you remember the episode where they, uh, all of a sudden, they were like zombies? It was like one episode, there was like Mulder into the episode in a basement surrounded by these this guy trying to bring people back to life the, and to bring about the Millennium or the uh, Apocalypse. Do you recall that? I do not. I don't either. He got some help from a guy that was in a, a mental institution. Basically, at the end of the Millennium series, Frank must have ended up in a, an asylum or an institution. He had another nervous breakdown. They brought the character in because they were supposed to be in the same world. Right. And uh, now he's getting his own series. That This just went on way longer than I planned on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it was exciting because there's been uh, a big fan campaign to bring Millennium back, bring it back as a movie. I was actually part of that. I printed off letters and sent them to the Fox executives. Uh, a book just came out earlier this year um, talking basically about the uh, how many people in the industry uh, and in the business actually want to see this come back. Because the only reason it, it went away is you've got the Fox Friday night death slot. Everything dies Friday nights on Fox wasn't a good pick for any program mm -hmm. and it's had a, a big enough uh, impact on people that you know we might see it back someday officially certainly more than some other campaigns good but uh, regardless yeah that's exciting it's really cool i don't know what they're going to do with it but i am pumped i'm geeked good that sounds really cool i might have to check that one out yeah, me too. It, 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 it is neat um just you ever watch medium Me a lot of people remember medium one. it's funny because this show came out, and then two years later, NBC pretty much copied it, just took out all the darkness and filled it with light and called it medium. And nice. a lot of shows have taken from that. Like, you watch the old uh, series, and you can, like, half the, the cop shows that have a slight supernatural bent completely ripping off Millennium. Nice. Fuckers. <laughs> well, that's okay. I mean, you, you steal from the good stuff. You don't steal from the bad stuff. Oh, Definitely. All right, so that, uh, I guess, would bring us into... Do you want to talk about what you did the other weekend? 
Sure. So, as you know, if you've been listening since the the one went up what, last week, two weeks ago, I don't know when it went up. Was it? I think it was. It's not going to matter because it's not like this is going out today. So <laughs> we we can tell them it went out whenever, and then the I can one, just hold the, the episode. The one before this one. Yes. So we're talking podcast time. Yes. Kind of like Val time. Exactly. Whoops, sorry. Um, pencils are just randomly flying around the room. So we were guests at Syracuse Heroes Expo 2014. And when I say we, I mean Corbs and myself. We uh, we were given a table. We recorded. There's much more of that recording than what made it on the air because somehow the entire beginning of the episode is missing, just so you know. So I apologize about that. Um, honest, it's here. I, I've seen the file. I've listened to the file here. But whatever went out on the airwaves did not get it. It starts with our uh, interview with Bill, Giant Coley. Okay. The the Green Lantern blog guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Zero okay. Comics. He was, like, was he, he was like, what, second or third interview? He was the very first. At least that's how I dropped it in. So well, no, no, I understand, but wasn't, wasn't there, there was an interview before we interviewed him, right? No. He was first, he was then the Mike Kingston, the wrestling guy. I remember. It's all giant blur. There was a lot of things going on that day. Yes. So, give them your thoughts on it, Corbs. How do you think it went? Give them your, your point of view on it, because I know how it went for me. <laughs> well, yeah, it went a lot better for you, because you were in your element. Well, yeah. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't really say that it didn't go good. We had a good time. Um, we had a couple of dozen, I don't know, maybe ten interviews we did. We had a, a lot of guys come on and discuss their comic books, and for a guy who's not a big fan of comic books, there were some comic books that I, I think I would go and pick up. I mean, there was the, I mean, the guy who does uh, Headlock, the wrestling comic book. That one was pretty good, and then the... Uh, That's my, my king's I'm going to fill in the holes for him, because I'm more familiar with it, because I've had yeah, to listen back to this fucking thing. Right, and then there was uh, the guy after Mike... Uh, Mike Borkowski. No, no, okay, it wasn't Mike. Then there was the other one, the Chris... Wasn't that the little green guy from Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was that the, was Mike, but I don't remember the last name. Billy Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it his last name is Otsed? Sal. Sal. Otero. Yeah, Otero. Sal. Uh, he's got some cool stuff. Yeah, he got some good stuff that, that sounded pretty cool that I think uh, I would definitely take a take a look at. But all in all, it was a good time. I mean, I had to cut my part of it short as my uh, my kid had a medical issue that I had to get to. They don't know that yet. No, because they've only listened to the first half of it, so I right. went down the second half. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I had to. For those who you know, figure I had to just get up and leave because my son was having an asthma attack and <laughs> couldn't get a hold of my mother. That's the excuse he's using. The real reason is it was that creepy ass Mad Hatter that kept walking around with his giant oh hat. Oh my good lord! <laughs> there was a guy there that had a Mad Hatter hat on. The hat had to be three foot tall. Wow. And the, the kid was like. Five foot tall. I mean, it was, he had a duck to go through the door. We do, and I left that part in, by the way. Yeah. Where, where we're all making fun of him because he tries to walk out the door and literally hits his head on the door frame. <laughs> and we literally, we're all talking and we all just stop what we're doing to make fun of the kid as he's walking out. <laughs> it yeah. was good. I mean, Thor was there too. I saw Thor. Yeah. I got to, to see Thor up close and personal. He asked if he could play with his hammer. It was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I would have expected that out of you, not him. <laughs> he's, he's making it look like I was the one asking, but it was actually Paul. He touched his hammer. Yes. <laughs> I was told I wasn't were, worthy, though. Oh, I was going to oh, say, sorry. Were you worthy? <laughs> I, I ruined your payoff for you. <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, they had the, the, start, the Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper costume was really yeah. cool. Yeah, and then they had the... Uh, Obviously, there was a cosplay contest during this. Yeah. There was a lot of cosplay. Yeah. There was a, a... 
outstanding stormtrooper, and I, I reference it again. Yeah. And last week's episode for you guys. Um, what does that mean? They had the modulator. Oh, So when really? they talked, it was so oh, cool. Yeah, cool. there was actually, there was two of them. There was the stormtrooper, and then there was the... The fat TIE fighter pilot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was, there was two of them there. So, I mean... I can't say they didn't have. I didn't have a good time. I did have a good time. Everybody we interviewed, even including Jack Corbett, um, he was he was fun to talk talk to. He was you know insi- insightful. Insightful. He had a lot of good questions to ask the guys that he said in the interview with us. So um, that was that was cool. And it was just nice to see. I didn't get a chance to walk around and, and look at anything, only because I would have not known not known where to go because that's definitely not my element. But I mean, there was some good stuff there. And stuff. And was some, like very I said, cool stuff. yeah, like I said, the the guys that we interviewed were were fantastic. They were very grateful that we were uh, willing to bring them on and let them talk about their comic books and try to get their their work out there for them. So I mean, I, yeah, I kind of wondered about that as I was listening. Like I said, I started listening to the beginning, and I mean, for all intents and purposes, we're a, a fledgling podcast, and to have people who are also starting off their own comics, you know, like that one guy was talking about uh, all his connections with the podcast of Oa and all that stuff, and I, I was just listening to that, and I'm going, wow, I mean, is this punishment that he had to sit down with you guys? This guy sounds like he could be doing bigger stuff, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but he was very grateful, he had a great, That's he was awesome. funny. Yes. Bill was very, actually all the guys were pretty funny. Well, yeah. Mike was pretty serious, both Mikes were kind of serious. Yeah. I mean, they were great. Oh, and an interesting postscript for you. Because we were both talking about supporting the headlocked, yep, kick Kickstarter for version two. Um, I think so. Something like that. I think so. It made it through. And oh, very Geek nice. Pod did contribute. Very nice. So yeah. I'll, I'll be asking for your twenty bucks soon. <laughs> You'll be waiting a long time. For <laughs> right, but so we will we will have um, that as part of our Geek Pod library. We're going to have his books. We have the digital versions coming. Oh, that's awesome. So. Yeah. Man, I missed a lot of stuff. Yes. Yes, you did. So, now you have to listen to it. <laughs> so did the whole thing, I mean, it sounds like everything went well. Um, how was it, I mean, just, not just the, the content, but, I mean, when you were there, I mean, did everyone, were people interested? Were people coming over to see what was going on? We got a lot of strange looks. I love the fact, it's like, we're getting interviewed now. I like yeah. this. <laughs> well, that's what, I mean, this, I like this is how big things start, yes. you know? So, we, we did have a few people come over and ask, like, what we were doing and stuff like that. Because, I mean, they saw all the equipment all set up, and it was just their microphones. There was no comic book or anything like that. So a couple people, actually, while you went, while you were, uh, I think you went walking around, we had a kind of a you break. You can tell it what it is. I had a deuce. Well, I don't know if that's what it was. I was kind of being generous. You said you were going to go walk around and if you were going to take a crab, it's your personal preference. I don't know. I made the poops. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, a couple, I had a couple people come up to me and say, so what do you guys do? You know, I explained to them, you know, we're just a, a small little podcast company that we're, you know, we're trying to do a few things here. We decided... Well, that explains why everybody kept coming by and petting me on the head after that. Oh, a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're not a little guy. <laughs> Either am I, but that's a different story. Right. So yeah, I mean, we had a few, few people come up and ask, and we had I handed out a few, we got a few business cards and stuff like that. And everybody who came to the table took one and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm hoping that uh, in the future it becomes like a thing, like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna go to, you know, this convention or that convention. You know, Geekpod's gonna be there. How yes. cool would that? It's all unofficial now, and I haven't even discussed it with you guys, but we've already been asked back for Heroes Expo next year. So, and I will not miss it next time. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean, remember, I came into this thing, and it was already scheduled. One of my coworkers got married, yeah. and he was on his honeymoon that weekend. There was absolutely nothing I could do. Yeah, it's a little hard to say, you know what? You're coming into work anyway. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I'm actually uh, keeping a calendar for all the stuff. Like, we want to do uh, some stuff in May and all that. I'm going to keep it all clear. Cause and that is also all but confirmed. So, I've, so if you want to announce that, you can too. Okay, I can right now. Feel free. Okay, well, apparently we are going to be recording live from Free Comic Book Day next year. Uh, very excited about that. That's going to be... Cloud City Comics and Toys at Shopping Town Mall. What day is that? It'll be the That's first Saturday. Saturday in May. Okay. Which means it'll be the same weekend as Avengers 2. So we will Ooh. have a lot to talk about. Ooh, that's awesome. Nice. So. Right. I just hope Shopping Town's still open. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Cloud City will be the only thing keeping it open at that point. Probably. <laughs> yeah, there's not many things in there. And they're so. slowly going away. But yeah, the amount of cosplayers was really cool. Yeah. I know in the theater side, which we didn't really get to see, they had a Magic Tournament, Magic the Gathering tournament going on. And it was... Do you play? I do. Tell the mic, not me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I do play Magic. Um, I guess this was a fully sanctioned event for whatever you could... Did you see that? She just tried to hit me. <laughs> what is going on here? I'm kidding. You and your pink notebook. I know. Wow. <laughs> Watching Glee, writing yes, down watching things Glee. down in four J- Jotting notes for the characters notes. in my notebook, yeah. <laughs> That's what the notebook is for. It's in it all the time. Now we know. It's your Glee notebook. That's the right. more you know. So, yeah, I guess it was sanctioned by the whatever for the real rankings and all that. We, uh, at one point, a guy came up after you left with his backpack on, and he wanted to know what the fuck I was doing basically because at this point I'm standing there with a laptop and a single microphone in front of me <laughs> once we finished up the interviews and Corbs had to leave and Jack had left um, I wasn't leaving four mics out on the table because uh, that just looked even more sad pathetic <laughs> <laughs> thank you there you go now it's done now the bug is gone yes <laughs> but she could have left the four microphones up there could have been an opener for or something. What do you do? Oh, sit down and we'll have a discussion. Let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason the mics went away because I started getting requests for interviews with Youngins. people I wasn't intending to interview. Youngins? Yes. So, not that the interview went badly, and that'll be on part two of the episode when that comes up. But it's a little weird doing it that way. Yeah. But it was a good time, and uh, the best is there's there's this really weird guy, and I hope he's not a listener. But there's this really weird dude that shops at the comic shop I I frequent. He's an older gentleman, and he always looks like a homeless guy. I don't know what the deal. He's always got a big <laughs> poofy jacket on and a blaze orange knit cap. He always wears, always. He came through at the con, and I'm sitting there, and I look up, and I'm like, oh fuck, no, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. He stands right in front of the microphone, says, uh, so what you doing? And I said, well, we've been recording all day here, you know, it's, it's a podcast, We're, we do it just about geek culture. So, uh, what's this, on the radio or something? <laughs> I said, kind of. I said, it's kind of like internet radio. I said, you want to take a card? Oh no, I don't have a computer. And he sort of walks away. I'm just like, <laughs> what just happened? But I, well, if he doesn't have a computer or anything like that, I don't think he can be a listener. That's okay. Well, that's true. Look yeah, at that. Seriously. See, I gotta think my story's through better. 
<laughs> but and it's obvious if you don't have a computer, you're not listening to us. I mean, two and two. Unless we start burning CDs, which I thought about doing for next weekend's event, toss them out. That could be interesting. Now that I'm referencing next weekend's event, do we want to start talking about that? Or do you have more questions about the last one before no, we get no, into the next no, one? No, I'm good. Um, you're going to have to take that one, though. So. so, next weekend, there's another con in town. We are not a guest at this one, just frankly because I didn't pursue it. I'm sure we could have been. Uh, I was going to ask if it was because they didn't like us or we didn't try. We didn't try, but as I referenced before, this may be the one where the promoter and I have butted heads before. Oh, yeah. We... So, okay. being mm. liked, maybe not so much either, but... <laughs> He did keep coming up to us at the last event because he had a table a few away from us. And I knew what he was trying to do. Um, <laughs> I think he wanted to get on mic, but he kept coming over to me and like dropping little tidbits about the upcoming show. I think he was waiting for me to say, well, why don't you sit down and talk about it? And I wanted to. I was actually going to let him. But we kept waiting for uh, Charles yeah. Wilson to come over. Yeah. Charles Wilson III, the artist on Stuff of Legends. Okay. He was there. He was like their main artist guest at the show, and we just could not line schedules up with him. I was never able to get him over. He was supposed to be on at noon. He was done. He was supposed to be on at two. His table was mobbed because this is the first time he's ever made an appearance in the Syracuse area. Right, and it, it wasn't the fact that his table was mobbed. It was the fact that his table was mobbed, and it, it was just him and his twelve-year-old boy or something like that. You're thinking Mike. Oh. Mike had the twelve-year-old boy. Okay. Mike, we did get on. Awesome guest. Yeah. Okay. It all just kind of flowed together at that point. Mike raced. I remember now. Yes. Oh, I also wanted to touch on, because you were talking about Sal Otero. Uh, Sal Otero, now a faithful listener to Geek Pod. So, awesome. thanks, Sal. You were an awesome guest. Sure. Um, can't wait for your stuff to come out, and we'll definitely have you back on if we see you at a con again. Definitely. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's a definitely, he's, and he was a good interview. He, um, he's worked with a bunch of people across, um, United States so I mean but Sal was he was fantastic and uh, I can't remember what his comic book is that's the Until We Sleep that's what it was the Universal Monsters uh, right there yeah. yes yeah that was that's gonna be really cool when yeah. that comes out so but coming up on the 16th is Syracuse PowerCon Liverpool Holiday Inn off of uh, Electronics Parkway it's a smaller event than Heroes Expo was I believe they've got five guests and there will be some vendors there. I always attend. I attend each one of these and usually right up until the event I'm kind of belligerent on Facebook with the organizer because he's very stingy with who's usually going to be there. But I think something changed this time because he actually private messaged me to tell me who all the guests were going to be. <laughs> so I actually know more than what he's letting on on the rest of it for whatever reason. But I can confirm that from the Silver Age of Comics, Joe Sinat is going to be there. I don't know if it means anything to you, but he was an inker and a cover artist on the original Nova run. So, it's kind of yeah, huge So you're me. happy. Yeah, which means I might actually have to take my framed issue number one off my wall in my office to get it Ooh. signed. Yeah. I know, that's not really exciting, is it? But I have an issue of a comic book framed on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I get the checks, yeah. Well, it worked at least once. No, she despises them. Twice. He's got two kids. <laughs> and there's no denying their mind. They no. look like yeah. me. So. 
<laughs> well, speaking of comics, that brings us right into uh, the comics uh, topics we wanted to go over this week. Uh, one of the first ones that we talked about was uh, big stuff happening in Marvel and DC. Uh, we've got Secret Wars and Convergence. Actually, Secret Wars seems like it's part of something bigger. Um, um, yeah, it definitely sounds like it's going to be big. I'm worried. Really worried. You thinking reboot? Well, what happened for you guys is uh, Marvel's been releasing these little teasers for the past two months or so, and they'll come out with it'll be like almost like a like a cover, and it'll have a picture, and they've all been past events, but maybe spun a little bit, like uh, the Civil War that they had a few years ago. Well, almost like they're revisiting past events. Planet Hulk, um, the um, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity Gauntlet, uh, renewing your vows, the whole Spider-Man thing with Brand New Day. And I wasn't sure. I mean, some of these things aren't that old. I mean, no. they're not going back and retelling the story, are they? I mean, what is this? And then we get the, the teaser from, was it beginning of this week? Or no, it was, yeah. Two days ago. Uh, everything ends. Oh, you're, are you, you're not talking about the. Did you see the teaser video? I, I didn't watch the video yet. Does it give us something more? Yes. Okay, please, please, please tell me. So it's a teaser video, which has naturally, like, very intense music with it. And they're showing this big map. And all these covers that they've been showing are flashing. And as they flash the covers, they're going down to, like, almost looks like states on this map. So they're hitting all these different spots on the map. It's the new Battle World. Battle World is where the original Secret Wars took place, which was the planet the Beyonder made out of all these other oh, planets. okay. The new Battle World is pieces from different realities. Like a multiverse. Okay, that's weird. So that's what all these are, is alternate reality versions of all these We're things sure that have gone on. This is this okay. is what I'm seeing. And these are going to be all the combatants fighting. That's interesting. Because this everything ends happen, the thing is happening. Oh, oh. Now that you tell me that. It's my bad. I, I don't ever watch comic teaser videos because I'm like, how do you do a trailer for a comic? Yeah. You know, uh... If they're going to end everything, they're going to have a big battle of alternate realities and whatever's left over at the end is the new Marvel 16, uh, 616 universe? You think? That's an idea. Because at the end of the trailer, they do the Marvel logo, and then over it, they wrote all new. So are we talking about hitting the reset button when we're done, or are we picking and choosing continuity? Man, I'll tell you, if Marvel does that, I don't know if I'd go along. It's, it is bothersome in a lot of respects because that's 75 years of history we have. And that's what Marvel's always said is, oh, well, we don't do that. That's something DC does. Yeah. So is it going to be a swerve? I mean, is that where they're going to lead everybody to think that it's going to be a reboot? Or is this just going to maybe fix some stuff that they've previously fucked up? I'd be okay with that. Uh, yeah, but I would not like a reboot. I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the new 52. Um, I agree. I don't like it. And it, to see Marvel... To, to see the new 52 as an experiment not really do well, and, I mean, the general consensus is people aren't happy with it, but if you like Superman, this is what you got. It's not like you can go somewhere else right. and read Superman. But seeing that that's kind of been a not super successful experiment, I don't want to say failed, uh, to have Marvel kind of turn around and do the same thing. I mean, I understand them wanting to get movie universes in line with comic uh, universes because, you know, Disney wants to turn this into a big money machine. That's understandable, uh, but to do the same thing somebody else did and kind of failed at it, it just does not seem like a smart business move. Hard to call it a failure, at least in a monetary sense, because 
DC's been killing it, like, with sales. Well, th- didn't they do really well at first, and now things are pretty much back where they were before? Is that the case? Because I, I thought I, everything was still up. As far as I know, everything was up for, like, the first couple months, and then things started declining. And I don't think things went down too far, but pretty much everything's still where it was. I'd like it to continue to decline so maybe we can get our regular universe back. Oh, I don't think that can happen at this point. Nobody ever backpedals like that. No. Not unless they... Well, there is convergence. Which brings us to a nice segue. Uh, DC looks like maybe they're going to be turning around and reversing some of their new 52. I know there's been uh, seeds that have been laid in uh, even uh, going back as far as Flashpoint and that character Pandora that continued into the new 52 and people thought maybe there was a way to this was this was just the longest event they've ever done right and they would be able to go back but keep some pieces of continuity um yeah they said from the beginning that she was kind of like supposedly they have some kind of way out yeah with her as a linchpin for it and what did uh what did they say about this week convergence what have you you read about it so far not much just a quick blurb where they showed the cover and i know our good friend grant morrison is involved in this yeah and I'm wondering if that's, that's... I mean, if you're going to put all the pieces back together in a really screwed up way, I mean, he's really good at screwing things up, so... Yes. But again, there's going to be no endgame. Yeah. We've been over that. <laughs> and we still came back to Grant Morrison. Always. It's, <laughs> he's like the, the fifth man. Tenth man, to use a sports reference for you. Okay. When you're talking baseball, the tenth man is usually like your fans or whatever. Whatever. Never sure, mind. Sure, sure, sure. Analogies aren't my thing, apparently. Twelfth man in Seattle, is that what you're getting at? Sure. Alright. Whatever man. you just said. Whatever. Was there anything else that you wanted to bring up about the Secret Wars, though? Because I know uh... The only thing that I'm excited about, in case it does do the pick and choose where they correct continuity problems, is I did notice on the cover for the Infinity Gauntlet one, there are multiple Novas standing in the foreground. Okay. And so maybe we have an opportunity to bring back the Nova Corps, the rest of the Novas, aside from Sam Alexander, who, who's the kid that they're currently pushing. Who you're not a super huge fan of, right? I like the series, but I'm not going to take it to the level that some of these stupid-ass geek websites are taking it to. Should I just call them out? You should. Sure. You wanted to talk about Cosmic it Book News is a website that reports on comic books, movies, superheroes... The guys running it were apparently huge fans of the original Nova, Richard Ryder. I'm going to give you a second, because yes, the character's name is Dick Ryder. Deal with it. Get over it. Get your chuckling out of the way. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even think about that. I didn't even go there, but you, you brought it up. so. Now, they, uh, they kind of wrote him out, not the website, Marvel Comics, wrote him out a few years back after a awesome miniseries called The Thanos Imperative. He kind of ended up getting trapped in this alternate reality, because we're back to that again, uh, called the Cancerverse. He basically, to save the rest of the multiverse, he got himself trapped in there to prevent the Big Bad from coming out. Well, the Big Bad was Thanos, and as we know, Thanos is back anyway, so it didn't really do much. And after that, they relaunched the series with this new kid who's, as the original writer for the new series, did it, not me, because I don't see it this way. He's kind of an idiot. He's a 15-year-old kid. He has all this power. Basically thinking he's got all the powers of, like, a Green Lantern. Novas are basically the Marvel version of it. And he's doing all this... He's a punk kid, and he's doing all this stuff that 
you would expect. Like, if you give a 15-year-old this unlimited power, he's going to do dumb shit with it. Doesn't really think things through, but it's part of the charm. It's like, when when Spider-Man started out, I'm assuming, because I you know, obviously wasn't reading comics in 62. I have gone back to read some of them. And, you know, it, he's going to make mistakes. He's learning as he grows. Yeah, that really only happened when they uh, did the Ultimate Universe. All those... You got to remember where they came from when they were writing comics in '62. Kids weren't disrespectful to their parents and things like that. They couldn't show that kind of stuff because then they had to show, you know, Uncle Ben beating the shit out of Peter Parker. Yes, (laughs) you know they they couldn't there. But yeah, I know what you mean. So, and our good friends at Cosmic Book News, which fuck you guys, um, they take every opportunity to trash it, trashing the series. They've taken. They won't call. The character Nova, they call him Nino, which to them stands for Nova in name only. And it's all right. I mean, if that's how you want to run your website, fine. That's cool. You know, just trash everything that you're supposedly reviewing. But now people are getting sick of it and making comments about it on the posts that they do on Facebook. And now they've decided to take it amongst themselves to taunt and insult the people that are posting on there. So. Like I said, Cosmic Book News, Matt McGloin, I believe his name is. Fuck you. I I really think I'm going to pick a geek fight with them just because it's going to be fun for me. <laughs> and so just because GeekPod is an extension of me, we're all picking a fight with them. Oh, so, right. Thanks for that. And uh, if anyone in the fan base wants to go to it and give them shit, you can do it in our name. <laughs> Actually, let's do a hashtag with it, too, if they, if anyone wants to Twitter it out. So, okay, yeah, we're just going to keep it simple. They are on Twitter. It is at Cosmic Book News, C-O-S-M-I-C-B-O-O-K, News, N-E-W-S. And I just want to flood them with just little taunts. Like, just, I want everybody to start tweeting them, like, you know, Nino Rules or something like that, and then do a hashtag, C-B-N-F-U. Just because it'll be fun for me. <laughs> well, that's all that's important. That's, yeah, that's why we're doing well, this. Well, right? you know, it's one thing to not like something, it's another thing to uh, put down other people that do. Right. And which... I mean, they're like, if anyone says anything about it, they're like, if anyone says they enjoy the series or not, and they're like, you're a grown man who enjoys, you know, such and such about Nova. They're very insulting about it, talking about like how it's like, it should be like a little kid series. And yeah. they talk about how you should be embarrassed if you're reading it, like to these people on oh, Facebook. Yeah, it's a guy yeah. running a comic book site telling other other people comic they fans they should be embarrassed by what they're reading. Yeah. So again, it's an oxymoron if I've ever heard one. Fuck you. And do you want me? Since uh, while we were figuring out the hashtag, had a little uh, medical thing happen here, and Paul apparently wants me to talk about it, so uh, we can bring this <laughs> up. I had a horrible muscle cramp. For me, it's been an interesting uh, two weeks. I uh, went to the doctor. I had my actual regular checkup, first time in like 10 years. Uh, went to see a podiatrist yesterday. And an interesting story here, because I've been having some issues. Uh, my feet get really tight and they hurt. Uh, that wasn't the greatest segue, was it? But I figured we That's all right. We've got to keep moving forward. Yes. Seg- um, segue? We don't segue anything here. <laughs> <laughs> got a point. Got a point. But I'm sure it'll come back to Grant Morrison by the time I'm done. Uh, uh, so basically, and I was pretty sure I had plantar fasciitis, so I got to go into this little office in a very nondescript building. Uh, it was really weird. Wouldn't even know it was a doctor's office. Um, go in there, paid 75 bucks, 
uh, for the guy to tell me, you know, I have plantar fasciitis. He was a nice doctor, you know, looked at my feet, poked me with some needles and all that stuff. Did the x-rays right there. What was funny is that, uh, so we finally get the x-rays back because they had a portable machine there. He puts them up there. He's like, oh, well, you know, this is interesting. He's like, how old are you? I'm 37. He's like, you know, I don't see any arthritis. There's no bone problems. All your problems are muscular. For a big guy, your feet are in really good shape. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, um, thanks. Yeah. I mean, you know, he could have been even more blunt if you wanted. You know, you know, for a fat ass, you're doing all right. Yeah, but. seriously. I was just surprised by that. But, hey, good takeaway from that, I have good bones nice. for a fat guy. Uh, but no, while we were taking the break, um, yesterday we went to the Y to do some running and stuff like that, and got a horrible, horrible muscle cramp. Of course, Paul's trying to come up with a hashtag, and I'm turned away from everybody bent over going, <laughs> screaming. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, what's what's going on, and should we talk about it on the air? Uh, My stance is we talk about everything on the air. Yeah, we do. So, talking about talking about things, we already covered Sons of Anarchy, I know we want to cover The Walking Dead. Uh, where do we want to start with this? We want to start at the fact that Morgan, from he was flashed in one of the past episodes in this season. The very end of the stinger, yeah. Yeah, and nobody knows what he's doing, or I'm not sure who's talked about it, but you know. Well, we may have touched on it very briefly. I think so, yeah. yeah. And I know Lana isn't caught up on the show. Um, no, but shame on you. Yeah, really. really. Normally it's Paul that's not caught up when yeah. we yell at him. Which is, that's why it's funny that I'm <laughs> you get scolding to yell at her about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, see, you might hear some things you don't want to hear. But, um, but yeah, we Morgan, I mean, that's interesting. I think he's going to play a bigger part this year than people really expected. Uh, it was cool when he came back in the comic books. Uh, I think I think he's still around. Is he still around? I think he's still around. Not, uh, not in the comic book. No? No, no. did they? I thought in the TV show, I thought he was done after that one episode. What, when he was a crazy bastard? When he was trying to clear? Clear, yeah. But, you know, it was very powerful. That was Um, a fantastic episode, Yeah, it was. And to see him come back now, uh, obviously he's he's moved on. I think he's going to play a major role. Uh, Because there's no other reason to bring... I mean, it's not just the character of Morgan that's beloved by the fans. It's an amazing British actor, Lenny James, uh, who... Yeah, has been a lot in lots of stuff. You don't bring him back unless you're going to use him. Right. Right. You know, this isn't like when they brought the one guy in from True Blood and killed him in the same episode. You remember back when uh, Rick and Michonne and Carl were searching uh, the store or the the town I think they used to live in, and they found those guys at the store. The two guys they were in the bar. In the uh, in the bar, yes. Yeah, and the he was one from True Blood. He was from True Blood. Which one, the fat guy or the thinner no, guy? The, the thinner guy. He played Arlene's uh, crazy French or Cajun boyfriend. Okay, I've never seen True Blood. I was uh, just well, curious, but I knew him from because uh, I noticed that when we we started rewatching, he's Neil from Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I got that one. Yeah, I know another one of but, my real manly shows I'm watching. Yeah, my sister watches that like twenty four seven. There's nothing wrong with Once Upon a Time. It kind of falls into this wheelhouse. Yeah. You know, family. She said I even watched the first couple seasons, or at least the first season. I think I lost track just because it was Walking Dead was on Sunday night. So you know, fuck Cinderella. But, um, <laughs> 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 this ball shaking his head. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, I, I definitely think they're going somewhere. I'm more of a Bell guy, just I'm putting it out there, from Beauty and the Beast. That makes perfect sense. Are you calling me a beast, basically? I'm just filling in the gaps, aren't I? Yeah. I said nothing. I said nothing. <laughs> you, you make it what you want to make it. 
But what else? I mean, talking about more current events, uh, what do you guys have in your mind about The Walking Dead? I, I like to see where Mar- Morgan plays into it. I mean, I remember him from the, from the first uh, first episode, very first episode. Um, you know, he was the guy that kind of clued Rick into what was going on, and then you come back to see him in season three, yeah. four, whatever. Season three, I think. I believe so. Yeah, and he back. comes back, and he's now the guy that is pretty much crazy because, you know, he wasn't able to do the one thing that Rick kind of told him he should do, which was kill his wife, because she had turned. Um, he couldn't take that shot, obviously, and it was that was the problem that the person who ended up killing his son was his, his wife, and he was actually finally able to kill her at that point, but it was too late type of thing. To see where he had, you know, he'd gone from being kind of a sane guy to a, a guy that was pretty much just gone. Yeah. at that point and now you come back to see him at the end of that episode and it looks like he's just a normal guy again he's just trying to make it through the the world you know and he, I don't know if he realizes I don't know if Rick was the one leaving him the the X's on the tree or no. whatnot from what I, I I noticed this last episode when Gareth referenced that yeah but you gotta remember they were following him but the the marks on the tree that were uh, Sasha was looking for Bob at the in episode there were, it was a circle with a line in it it wasn't a cross it was an X. Well, that, that was the one that Morgan was following, but the one that Sasha was next to wasn't that. It was different. Oh, you're right. It was. It was yeah, different. Yeah, it was a different they, symbol, but I still assumed they were the same ones. I could be wrong. Hmm. That, well, that, that, that displays into it. Was it is was that their, their way of knowing where they had been? And the other one is, you know, where Rick and everybody else, so they knew where they had been? I mean, that's, that's I'm hoping they kind of explain that whole situation. But uh, I'd like to see where Morgan's character goes in that. I mean, from what I've read, it... You know he's going to be probably be a big player in this this up this season and stuff, but you know I don't know what, what your take on it is. I I was looking at it the same way you were. I I don't think that's him coming through the trees with Daryl. Right. Because the, oh that's right that was mentioned off mic. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um. Yeah. Sorry. So I just blew your theory on you. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. It's Not a bad one at all. There. Yeah. I had theories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling. Rick and the rest of the group are rolling into that hospital pretty soon and fucking some shit up. Okay. I'm trying to dance around a lot of the plot points for certain people. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't understand, the, the hospital scene, that was uh, this last episode where we finally find out what happened to Beth, and she's basically being forced into <laughs> slavery. I guess is what you would consider pretty it. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, you, you have they rescued her. Apparently rescued her from being attacked by zombies, which I don't know if that's I actually what. Say that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, you know. But uh, she's in the hospital type of thing, and they're basically saying, well, you know, once you're strong enough, you can leave, but you've got to work off yeah, your. Yeah, you have to work off your debt. Right, and then you keep accruing debt by. Because you have to eat. You got to eat, and that's all. That's, clothes. Yeah, yeah, right. So I mean, it's almost like a vicious cycle type of thing. So. <clears throat> I mean, I, I think that that's going to be... And then, obviously, the end of the episode, when they, when they roll the person in... She, oh, that. Yeah, she kind of was, like, taken back with that. I wonder where that's going to... Yeah, how did that happen? Well, I, and I was thinking about that. Same thing with you. I was like, wait a minute. If she's there and Daryl's there, they left together. See, and that was my assumption, was when they ended it the week before, and he turned around and says, you can come out. Right. I thought it was Carol, so at the end of that... See, I didn't, because Daryl wouldn't say, 
Yeah, Carol, she, you can come out now. She can go right. where she fucking pleases. Very right. true. <laughs> After rescuing them from Terminus, she pretty much can do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah, very true. Become very badass. Yeah, I, I just, uh, you're right. I, I don't think it would. I don't think it's Carol. Just the way he he acted, it almost like he was making sure that they were still at the church and there was no yeah. problem. He was protecting who was ever in there. So, and I don't think it's and obviously I don't think it's Beth either because he she wasn't any protecting anymore. It wasn't like when they were together last season when they first started out. She was kind of. Didn't really know her way around the thing, and towards the end, when the two of them were together, before she got caught, you know, before she got whatever happened, captured, attacked with zombies, whatever the hell was going on there, she had kind of developed into her own kind of badass, and she's kind of stepped up to that yeah. so, that with the last episode. So I don't think it's either one of them. You know, we did uh, make the uh, observation we were watching my wife and I that um, Daryl would talk that way to Beth, and what if he returned from the hospital or came back from that whole little journey um, with Beth? And because mm. he would talk to Beth because he would protect her yeah, yeah. he doesn't see her, her as an equal right okay that, that does stand a reason too but I, it's, but I don't think it's her I either no because there's way too much of a jump there then I mean yeah I don't, I don't get that not that it hasn't been done before yeah but that but just yeah. what seems, seems like really weird what what <laughs> sorry crack flashback no I was, being, <laughs> I was being accosted by a bug sorry so yeah I don't know I don't know I was uh I was in you know, my sister's and my sister. I can't imagine what that looked like from the other side. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, my sister was it was like like me. She didn't doesn't watch the Walking Dead. She can't bring herself to watch it because of the zombies. Like I, we talked about when I when I first sat down. I didn't watch the, the the TV show either. I just couldn't I couldn't bring myself to watch it. I, I'm not a big horror fan, anything like that. And yeah, it was guy. hard for me because. Yeah. I sat down and I turned on the first episode and I'm sitting there like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if I'm ready for this with my mom. So, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I ended up loving it. And, then and, and I'm the same way. I did the same thing. I sat down and I was like, you know, we when we decided that we were going to you know, talk about it a little bit, I figured, well, I have to watch some of it just to know what's going on. And of course, I watched like the first two episodes and I was like, well, fuck. And I'm like, well, fuck this. Now I got to go back and watch, you know, yeah, first. Yeah, so I had to go and rent the the. the, the the series and I was like, this, you know, this is just, it's too much. See, <laughs> that's what can take the place. No, it can't. I'm looking, tell them why. I'm looking for a TV show on Tuesday nights. That's the beauty of DVR. You can watch it any night. Actually, what I know what's going to happen. The show's going to finish and then the following Tuesday, you're going to start watching episodes on Tuesday nights just to get the fill. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. I will. Because I'll have all the seasons and I'll just start with season one right. again. Pretend, pretend like just, it's all new to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I've told you, if I do that anyways, I watch, I rewatch them. I'm just, I'm that crazy with that show. I mean, but besides that, I don't know. And I was, and I was, well, no, I was, I was pissed because I was talking to my sister about it and I was telling her, I'm like, look, I, I have to know who comes out of that bush with Daryl. I know I have to go out of the trees. And then they go to the episode, and it has nothing to do with yep, that. They don't they show Daryl. They don't show at all. But they didn't, not in that. They don't show Daryl and nobody. Just Beth. And yep. I understand that you have, to, you know, you you kind of have to tell what's going on with Beth, and it's still yeah. episode with besides that, and that's that's okay. But you could have at least, you know, cut back to these guys. And I understand that they're doing time jumps and stuff like that. And obviously, that's what's going on here. But uh, I was just like, I was after the episode. I'm like, are you kidding me? You couldn't even touch on who was in the trees. Now I gotta wait another week. I think they well, gotta tell that story. They're not there yet. Right. That's right. the beauty of this TV show. 
you might not want to watch more, but they leave you on a major cliffhanger, and they don't say anything about it in the next episode, so you have to go back and you have to go and watch all the other episodes until you find out, and then there's another cliffhanger right there. Which is what might have been really effective and really annoying for us, though, is if they wouldn't have told the Terminus story, like they would have came back and started with the whole hospital thing to make you wait and find out what the hell happened to Rick and all that. Yeah. That would yeah. be kind of torturous for the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, and they could have done that. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, my heart was like pounding because my dad and um, Damara had told me that everyone died. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. That's awesome. And then it was like they were getting to Glenn and I'm sitting there like, no, no, You're no, no, like on the verge of tears because he's like my favorite character in this TV show. He's just gone from, like, this small little pizza delivery guy to this... I thought she was going to say Asian. I I was going to say Asian, but I kind of don't want to be racist. And now he's this this badass. It's like... But yes, I see what you're saying. Now that we're all tormenting. I also want to see what what Eugene's going to do. I've been wondering, like, this just came up in my brain. Like, is he going to be... <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Nothing. Nothing. And I want to know if he's going to, like, be, like, the ending to this entire TV show. Like, is this going to work? Or are they going to, like... He says he has the cure. <laughs> yeah. I want to I wanna know if he's bullshitting them. Oh, just... he's totally bullshitting them. Yeah, well, I feel like he is. That's my take on it. If, according to the uh, the source material, yeah, but and then they're you never like know which way they're gonna go. With get it. to right. DC, and he's just gonna be like, "Bye, motherfuckers, I'm safe now." I uh. I that's right. Turn your phone off, goddammit. Um. Just in my, I'm gonna impart some life wisdom on you. Don't ever trust somebody with a mullet. <laughs> I know. I, I hate his hair. Like, Who no. He doesn't. That's why mullets aren't around anymore. I'm like, one of the, hair is like my thing. And no, his hair just, I want to shave his head. A chubby, How does he keep his guy. mullet like that in the the apocalypse? Shouldn't the rest all be grown out at this point? Right, right. just so. like. Yeah. He, he, he's. He is working hard at maintaining a mullet. That's right, that's what he does while everyone else is killing zombies. <laughs> he is, he's doing the mullet. It's like an article where I read about people that have a permanent 5 o'clock shadow or those guys that just always have stubble. Mm-hmm. They actually work at maintaining not getting a beard done. Yeah, that says a lot about their character. Somebody yeah. that will put that much work into not finishing something is right. not you know, a, a very worthwhile person. And <laughs> <laughs> bringing up the mullet thing, that's, that's my question about this. Are there elephants upstairs? <laughs> it's a four-year-old because the two-year-old is sleeping. I took care of that before we started. Okay. She's up by now. I don't know. But that's the, that's my thing. I mean, these guys all look like they've you know recently had haircuts and right. Well, not everybody. Well, but, Carl definitely. It's like down down to his shoulders. It's right. getting it's oh, getting. Have long. you guys seen the meme? The the whole Picard meme. With like, you know, who the fuck is mowing the grass in the zombie apocalypse? Because <laughs> it looks like someone is. Right, and that, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's a TV show, but everybody looks, you know, well manicured and stuff like that. And, and it's because it's hard to film in a field. And another thing. Okay, so Lori St. Glenn in, I think this was the first or second season. Season two. Yeah, she sent Glenn to get feminine products, but, you know... There's 
a good amount of women in this TV show, you know, what happened to menstrual periods. Honestly. Well, you know, zombies pop up, those go away, apparently. Apparently. I'll just bleeding out. <laughs> just, like, stop procreating. And, like, everybody's clothes seem pretty clean. Like, there's no, like, blood mm-hmm. dripping from their genitals. So, you well, know. Well, maybe they just decided that, you know, hanging, uh, you know, cleaning and hanging diva cups on clotheslines didn't make for good TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, it would be, like, a good filler to, like, send one of the guys out to, like, some local area and, like, get into some zombie stuff and, like, action just to get some, like, tampons, you know? Some light tampons? Did you say light tampons? Just to get tampons? some light tampons. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure what a light tampon is. Glenn got some when, when he was going to get tampons. Well, apparently well, he, he got enough to go around <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, one box of Tampax, done with this. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And did he use all those condoms? If I were him? Yeah, I'd burn through them pretty quick. Just saying. Day two. Yep, yep. And it looks like him and Maggie are, like, just done. I'm a bit confused. The whole, I don't know, they seem awkward this season. Yeah, Yeah. they do. Like, really awkward. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) what... Wait for them to come through the chilling. I know, the kid weighs, like, 20 pounds. What is she doing? (laughs) I don't... She's anyway. like, Dad's downstairs recording a podcast. <laughs> 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 to bring it back to, um, you were talking about how disjointing it was for you uh, having a Beth-centric episode. Yeah. It, it's funny because uh, we're maybe 20 minutes into the episode, and uh, I go to my wife and I say, you know, I don't understand what the fuck is going on at this point. Because they didn't, <laughs> clearly Beth sort of understood where she was, but for quite a while in that episode, none of it really made sense until later right. on, and then they finally started explaining how the hospital worked. But I, I said, you know, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this place, but I'm finding I don't care because I've missed Beth. Yeah. So yeah. that might have been, yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised how that worked. Yep. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if, so, Carol and Daryl, um, like, that's definitely, like, something that I'm sure some fans are, like, shipping. You guys probably don't know what that is. But, um... Enlighten us. Yeah, tell us what um, shipping is, with a few less likes, if you could, please. Shipping is when you want two people to become a thing. So, I'm sure there are fans out there that ship Daryl and Carol, but then there's the fans that ship Daryl and Beth. Because, um last season they had a they had a little bit of chemistry after Beth's boyfriend had died going out to get stuff feminine from... products <laughs> 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 he died for a box of pads <laughs> yes that's my story and I'm sticking to it <laughs> is that how you want to go down in the zombie apocalypse no I'm I'm boarding myself up in the house and not leaving is Even your if house that zombie proof I have stairs, so it should yeah, be. Yeah, we, we've talked <laughs> about this in every house oh. that me and my dad have moved into. We've just had this very in-depth conversation about how secure this house is for the zombie apocalypse. Our house has um, boards up because uh, it used to be my mother-in-law's house, and they yeah. had a break-in. So this is long before I moved in. They put in big, big metal brackets, and they got these double 2 by 4s that go in, 
course, we moved in. I'm like, well, it's kind of silly to take something down that makes your home harder to break into. So I wasn't going to take it down. He calls them zombie boards. Officially, they're called the zombie boards. Like, yeah. when I go to bed, my wife will take the dog. I'm like, did you put the zombie board back up? <laughs> and this is this is a day, this is a day to day thing. Yeah, it is. They're called the zombie boards. Yeah. That's awesome. And he's pointed out that the only weak spot in our house is the giant window. In the living room. Yeah, in the living room. It scares me. I hate it. I want to put bars up. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> all right. So on to our, our next thing, if we're all set with Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Everyone said what they I'm wanted good with to it. say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to go into the movies? I mean, I know you mentioned during the... Or you said you wanted to talk about Fast and Furious, and then you said we didn't have to when we took the break. Uh, you want to throw something out there? No. I just... The official trailer came out, and, I mean, it, obviously it's supposed to be Paul Walker's last movie, so uh, can, can, I guess you can kind of do it like, you know, five billion dollars or whatever. Pretty much, yeah. You know. I don't know, I like the, I, I, I was bringing it up because I like the series, I, of course I, I've seen all six of them and stuff like that, so I'd like to see where the the series goes. I know that uh, there was talk about he was going to be killed off or whatever, but it, I guess it's not going to happen that way. He's going to just kind of walk away, I guess, and stuff. So I just wonder how that's going to play out. You know, I don't know if anybody had seen the official trailer at all. What? What are you talking about? Don't be smiling over there. I, I hope you're not going to say something about, yeah, it'd be bad taste if he died in a car crash in the movie. <laughs> that is what you were thinking. I knew it. Oh my How did God. I know that? <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. I said nothing. You just did. That's, the look yeah. and the smile. I, I, I just read your mind from six feet away. <laughs> so I mean, that's all. I just, I was just gonna. You win an award. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. ESPN or whatever it's called. I was gonna give him a no prize. Oh, that's better. That's better. Look it up. No one's giving it to you. You have to look it up. I will. You have homework now. Fuck! I hated homework when I was in school. <laughs> you didn't even now. do it at ITT. You shouldn't. <laughs> Homework at ITT? Yeah, once. <laughs> we had that one time. At Bandcamp. It was no homework. It was the only school you went to that they gave you the answers before the test. Right. I like that. It's my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's all. I just, you know, I wanted to bring up you know, the official trailer came out. They had this huge lead up to it and all that stuff. It came out last Saturday. And When's the movie come out? Fuck if I remember. April. Well, whenever it comes out, I'm guessing we can expect a review. Probably. I'll probably be there. And, you know. I don't know. I've, I, to be honest with you, I've yet to see any of the movies on the big screen, so it might be yeah. nice to actually go to see one on the big screen. So, yeah, I'll probably go and see it. Well, I will go and see it, so... <laughs> I guess that settles that. Choose a position and stick with it, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You always say, she always said, is it in yet? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Alright. So lots of uh, movie news when it when it comes to uh, the superhero movies, Marvel and DC, they finally released their slates. Paul, I really want to hear what you think about this. I mean, some of the craziness going on here. Um, there is a whole lot going on. Well, Lots of movies have been announced. Um, I don't know if more is better in every case, but the slate that they're putting out for Marvel, I am fucking ecstatic for. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. I, wow. I mean... Captain Marvel bothers me a little bit. Why? Um, because I've been a Marvel fan from the beginning, and I hate that they're doing the jump up to her as Captain Marvel, which is something that's been what, a year in now. 
Well, no, no. She, yeah, she's she, been Captain Marvel for okay. a year. Oh, okay. She's been yeah. Ms. Marvel for how long? I, I get it. I mean, I understand you have a chance to do a movie revolving mm-hmm. around a strong female lead. Do it. It just irritates me as a fan of the original character. Well, also ask yourself this. Um, that that is part of uh, part of the Marvel universe that I'm not super familiar with. That falls into the whole cosmic stuff. That's kind of your thing. I am very familiar with Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. I have no idea who Marvel is. They might also just be going for the more known version of the character, which totally makes sense. Yeah, because it's it, it it fills the the void that they have where they don't have any female leads, and it's like, hey, you know, some people actually like this character, and you know, they're going to have a much better time. They get the right actress in that, and mm-hmm. that's going to be a huge selling point. Oh yeah, and yeah. plus, like you're saying, with it being the current one, they can walk right in and buy tie-in merch. Yeah, exactly. Captain Marvel, which was the one from the seventies and eighties, has been dead since the eighties. Yeah, so. I mean, it just makes sense. Well, for those who don't know, Marvel announced their film slate, and we're getting things like Captain Marvel, Black Panther, uh, we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Captain America mm-hmm. 3, which is going to be called Civil, Civil War, War, after they yes. told the people uh, who are there at the announcement. Uh, we're getting Doctor Strange. Uh, what am I missing? Well, with Doctor Strange, the unofficial casting news? Benedict Cumberbatch. That's going to be awesome. You know, I'm not. I'm not happy. Really, <clears throat> I'm not happy because he's an excellent actor whose star is rising. Who I think they're going to have a hard time keeping in the role. I That's mean, true. You got to command dollars. He, he played the lead in. It doesn't matter what you thought of the movie Star Trek Into Darkness made a fuck ton of money uh, for Paramount. Uh, so he was the the lead bad guy in one of the biggest movies. Uh, that was last year, right? Yes. In the darkness. And plus, he's got a huge TV series. He's got Sherlock, which they're having a hard enough time getting him back for that, I'm sure. You know, mm-hmm. he's he plays Smog and oh, plays right. Smog in the Lord of the, the Lord of the Rings movie, or not Lord of the Rings, uh, the Hobbit movies. It's he's a great actor, but I think the time for him to do a a little, not just a bit comic book role, but a bit character even in the comics. You know, Doctor Strange is not Iron Man. They want to build him up to be the, I think, the linchpin of. You know, phase three, mm-hmm. possibly, because they might be, you know, Robert Downey Jr. might not want to keep doing uh, these movies. And they could build, uh, I think, a superhero team around Doctor Strange. I'm just worried that he's not going to stick around. If he's going to stick around, then yeah, awesome casting choice. Without a doubt. But I mean, I think maybe that might be their selling point with keeping him around, because I think he is going to be a central factor in what's coming towards the end of phase three. Yeah. Which would be the Defenders. But that's in Infinity Netflix. War. I was referring to, but yes, they could definitely Defenders. cross over with Defenders, which is the Netflix stuff. Which that that's kind of weird, you know. You're gonna have a big actor like him. You can have Defenders without Doctor Strange. You can, in the same vein that you can have Defenders without Namor. Okay, all right. All but right. I mean, the version of Defenders they're doing. I mean, I don't recall Power Man and Iron Fist being in the Defenders to begin with. Yeah. So, or actually, Daredevil for that matter. I don't think he was ever a Defender. Well, the Defenders was Namor, Strange, Hulk. Surfer. Sur- well, Which so they not definitely have, can't do. So they're not going to have any of the Defenders in the Defenders. That'll it's, be interesting. It's the Defenders <laughs> in name only. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Now now that the oh, guys... Oh, son of a bitch. They'll be all over that, too. Yeah. <laughs> and just to reiterate, Dino. Cosmic Book News, fuck you. <laughs> it's hashtag CBNFU. There you go. And I want the FU capitalized. Jump that shit right out there. I mean, if you could change the font size... That'd be awesome, but I don't know if you can do, do that. that on Twitter. You can't. Okay. I'll figure it out a way. 
Well, you know, <laughs> you know what's funny, and I was I was gonna write an article about this. Uh, maybe I'll just bring it up here because it's it's a, I've been having a hard time getting my thoughts together to actually write this article. I wanted to talk about how it really feels like Marvel's taking a big giant shit on Warner Brothers right now because it doesn't matter. Warner Brothers can announce Aquaman and Wonder Woman and all these other movies that that they want to put out, but it just feels like th- there's nothing they can really do, even before the announcement of of all the, these movies. When they just said Captain America 3 was it was rumored to be Civil War, I'm like, you know what? DC doesn't... They're not going to be able to even do a movie like that for another 10 or 15 oh, years. No, they and that's to build their universe. If everything they do from this point on is a smashing success, they can't catch up, and, and it's all due to poor management, and they're still making those mistakes you know, today. Now I hear that the new Wonder Woman movie is going to be set in the 40s. Yeah, a period well, piece. Why? I have no problem with that. And I don't... It just doesn't... If that first movie that came out before she was in, you know, Justice League or Batman v Superman was Wonder Woman in the 40s, okay. It seems like it's moving backwards to me. As much as I'd like to see a proper origin for her. Uh, you can bring everything else up to the present, but Wonder Woman has to be 80 years old. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. I don't uh, like it. I just, I don't feel like they can catch up, and it's not a Marvel fanboy thing, because, yeah, I mean, I love my Marvel comics, but, you know, Batman's my favorite superhero. I, I like Warner Brothers, I just, so many horrible decisions, and, and now, I mean, Civil War was just, you know, one thing, with everything else they announced, it's kind of like, you know, make Batman versus Superman movies and don't do anything else. Right, leave it at that, instead of, I mean, because it seems like they're trying to shoehorn everything in. I mean, how many characters are they trying to jam into the Batman v Superman? Yeah, y- you can't, you can't play catch up. No. You're not going to make Marvel money on these movies until you actually put the time in. Exactly. And it's, like you said, it's not working. Because now everything they do, it's going to look like they're just biting off of what Marvel's already yeah. done. Especially when they try and introduce Darkseid. Yeah. Especially. Because that's, if they do in like the comics, it's going to like, hey, that's kind of like the pink guy in the yeah. you know, at the end of Avengers, you know? Yep, and that's sad because Darkseid was around first, wasn't it? I, I believe. Well, Comic wise, Darkseid was one of the new gods. It was a Jack Kirby thing, mm-hmm. and he wasn't originally part of the DC continuity. I don't believe, but they eventually folded the new gods in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely, I believe, he he predates Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, which is funny because now everyone knows who Thanos is. But yeah, it's a lot of big news, and there's going to be some awesome stuff coming out of Marvel for sure. Uh, I hope DC doesn't make bad bad movies. I agree. Catch up more yeah. Bad movies. Because they've made some good ones. I mean, the the Nolan trilogy was awesome. For what I saw, I can't speak on Rises because I still haven't seen that. <laughs> but I mean, they they have potential to be good movies. But it sounds like they're trying to do the same thing. They're cramming everything in, and they're trying to roll everybody out, and they're already segregating the the TV universe. Yeah. Another thing that could have helped them build this movie universe, and they're like, "No, nah, we're not going to do it." Uh, they cast Ezra something or other as Flash. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the the kid's fine. He's probably a good actor, but you've already what what I saw. Some people were saying, "I'm glad that they did this." Ezra Miller, that's his name, because they said, "I don't think Grant Gustin can hold his own against actors of the caliber of Ben Affleck and uh, Henry Cavill." Uh, first of all, actors learn. They get better at their craft as they go along. So, second of all, I don't know how you can look at his acting on The Flash show, which he is The Flash. It's a great show. We're enjoying it. Go, yeah, he couldn't act opposite Ben Affleck. That's not going to happen. Who the fuck are you right. to even have a it's clue? Insane. They've got an established... They've got building a universe 
We've got, you know, Arrow and Flash. They're bringing in Firestorm. Uh, they're going to be doing some other stuff there. Half, half your work is done there. Not half. Okay, a quarter of your work could be done there, and you're just going to throw it away and try to do it all over a movie form. It's stupid. Yeah, and, and you're also, I mean, you're already insulting your audience. I mean, that's, you have a built-in audience already. People are watching these shows. It's proven they're successful. Why don't you take the characters and move them into a movie? You don't think that entire audience is going to go see that movie? Yeah. It just makes no sense. And also, when you're talking about tying in the TV universe, apparently Gotham is also tied in with Flash and Arrow. Because Victor Zaz, who just appeared on Gotham, will be making an appearance on Flash. Same actor? Same actor. Really? Same character. I hadn't heard that How the yet. fuck does that work? Well, I don't think anything's happened that makes that not work. I mean, do we know that Gotham is, is actually set in the present? Could Gotham be... I mean, you need to have cell phones, so you could even put it ten years back and it still all works, right? Right, but I just don't see Barry Allen as being that much older than Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's true. That's my only issue with that. But that's nitpicky comic nerd rage. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next uh well i guess that's everything on our our little uh so we've made it through the list and we are running long i'm going to apologize for that we've been going for a hour 40 already i've never had that problem running long no this is the only place i have that trouble uh we do have the take my money and i have something for that this you have the floor oh you're gonna love this so everybody loves guardians of the galaxy yes okay Uh, little dancing Groot at the end of the movie in a little flower pot. Comes out next month, doesn't it? Yes, they're officially making a dancing Groot. And he dances to the same song. It was one of the Jackson 5 <laughs> songs. Uh, I've heard people say that uh, some of the, the versions that fans made look a little better dancing. But it doesn't matter. It's dancing baby Groot. That's right. awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. But Sign me up. Take my money. Exactly. I agree. I, I'm. That's already going to be under our Christmas tree because... My girls, who have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet, but have seen the clip of Baby Dancing Groot, um, request the song constantly. That's funny. Four-year-old and a two-year-old love 70s rock. <laughs> so, parenting win. My uh, ten-year-old today, we, were, we went to Walmart before we came out here, and uh, uh, we, we had the baby with us, too, and we always have to go through the dolls when we go to Walmart, because she wants to look at the babies, is what she says. And we go through the boy toys, because I like looking at those, and... My uh, ten-year-old Ella goes, "Daddy, I really want a Groot figure for Christmas." Oh boy! Yeah, she you wants are Groot. In trouble. But you know what? Groot seems to be everybody's favorite character. But you have to buy all the other figurines, which yeah. each have a piece of Groot. Have you seen that? The Marvel. Yeah. Figures? You mean the one that's in that green tub over there behind you? Oh. You can see a green foot sticking out. Oh yeah. yeah the Build-A-Figure Groot is in there. Just saying. Yeah, and and that's what she wants. I'm not buying her all. Was it five, six? Seven, seven figures, and even so, good luck. Why? <laughs> um, if you go into any of the stores around here, you will find Star-Lord, um, Iron Man, and maybe, if you're lucky, Drax. Rocket Raccoon, Gamora, Nova. That's all of them, I think. There's six figures in the set, so that's all of them. Okay. Impossible to find. They're all one per case. Even on the internet? Um, if you want to spend $40 per figure. Why, why do they do that? I mean, I know they want to make things valuable, but if it's a build-a-figure kind of thing, that's... Hasbro's dumb. Um, <laughs> they have eight-figure cases, a six-figure set. you got to figure out how to do that split. <laughs> and they decided that 
Star-Lord was going to be a big seller, and Iron Man, who didn't even appear in the fucking movie, <laughs> uh, they were going to be the ones you packed two to a case. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I know when the Disney store reopened, you actually could find every figure there. But there, they're like 25 bucks a figure. So. That is yeah. so Now, Hot Toys is putting out a group figure, but I think that's like 120 bucks for all the Hot Toys figures anyway. Uh, and it's probably like, you know, three feet tall. Yeah, things like that. So. No, I don't think so. Now, is this dancing group going to be one of those... Have you ever seen those little flower the pots? flowers that dance? That, yeah, yeah that like exactly solar dance. Yeah. yeah, I would definitely put that on my desk. Yeah, we're getting one because the girls are all about it. Are they available for pre-order yet? I believe they are. I think Entertainment Earth you can go to. You know, we might as well start pumping other websites, you know, that don't sponsor us. But but you said before we weren't allowed to do that. Yeah, we shouldn't be doing but that. But we gave a whole lot of time to... Uh, Cosmic Book News. Who we don't even like. I know. I Seriously. think we have our priorities messed up. Every time you mention a name, you're giving them some uh, publicity here. Yeah, but how else yeah. are we going to start the fight if we don't? Well, yeah, yeah. you got to start it somehow. This is true. You're forcing people to go to that on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, we're going to force people to actually follow them when we... Because <laughs> I just did it while we were figuring it out. I'm following them now, and like I said, I mean, I don't like them. Well, When now, I say I, I mean we, as Geek God. All the comic book news fans are going to come to us, and they're going to follow us just so they can trash talk us. Yes, keep the fight going. So <laughs> yeah, so we're going to gain followers, and they're going to gain followers. So, you know, it's Maybe kind of a win-win. Yeah. You know? It's true. Publicity. That, that's that's kind of like a contest to see who has the most frozen burritos in their freezer. <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who has the most people following them that hates them? Right. <laughs> so what do you have in the... Uh, do you want to do the what the fuck or just WTF files? Oof, either one. We don't have Gary to scream into the mic. <laughs> I, I know, Gary. that's what I heard in my head. I almost tried to do it, and I'm like, no, I, I can't. <laughs> Wigs, not Gary, sorry. Who's not with us today, obviously? And that's all we're going to touch on about that. <laughs> um, it's not as crazy out there as some of the ones I've come up with, like the t-shirt that said, you know, smile if you take it in the ass. So we had to do parents night for my daughter's preschool and naturally the wife was working so guess we got to go do that now we were it was advertised as a writing workshop a handwriting workshop for four-year-olds okay we get there and this is in the basement of a church where they set us down we walk in the room and there's tables everywhere with big name cards so I go over there and find my daughter's name and there are no real chairs. There are all the little preschool chairs. Oh my God. So my fat ass is sitting in a <laughs> tiny pink chair. And to fit along with your it? glee and yes. your, your pink No, they it? must be reinforced because I no, I expected it to just four legs splitting in different directions. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and they start the program and they're explaining to us that they're going to go over what they do with the kids for handwriting. Um, which is fine. It's nice to know. Be involved. They're they're telling us that you know every thing they do. There's a song that goes along with, and they play these god awful songs. <laughs> and they're doing their thing, and they're showing us what they do to teach them how to write and do this. And they they start distributing papers. I'm like okay, so they're gonna show us the stuff. That's cool. Now it's whatever it is to start start their program off is this. 
illustrated sheet that has a bunch of little stars all over it and something else. I don't know. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, next thing I know, my daughter's teacher is over my shoulder and placing crayons in front of me. They start playing the song and they explain to us that we are to participate and do what the children do. <laughs> so I'm a 37-year-old overweight man in a tiny chair coloring pink, pictures. Pink chair. Tiny pink chair, yes. <laughs> and I start to color and I'm immediately scolded. We want you to experience what it's like for them when they're learning how to do this. I'm like, okay. She takes the fucking crayon out of my hand and puts it into my left hand and tells me I have to color backwards. <laughs> I'm looking at this woman like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck? You know, you could have gotten back at her because she said she wanted you to experience what it was like to be the kids. I'm so just not going to say. When she started bothering you, you should have just shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet they'll probably pick a different program. <laughs> I, and that's all I got. Yeah, I, I was forced as a grown man to color left-handed and then have my work critiqued at the end, which was out fucking standing. You're going to have nightmares about that. I have been. It's, it's awful. <laughs> wow. I got nothing for that. Yeah. Well, I guess that, uh, that pretty much covers it, doesn't it? I think that wraps it up. And as always, I'm Paul. I'm Corbs. I'm Hugh. And I'm Lana. On that note, megabyte me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.